Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. I don't know what's been going on lately, but... My YouTube algorithm has been showing me reaction videos of people watching Spaceballs. Because <laughs> like, every time I go through that, oh, you might want you might want to see this, and it's like reaction videos of Spaceballs. I was like, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it, but it's kind of like a little bit rando. But it's pretty funny because like I'm I'm watching these. And obviously, younger kids are watching these and they say, oh, they've been recommended to us. You know, people say, oh, you love Star Wars. You should watch. You need to watch this. You need to watch this. And I saw these younger cats probably in their 20s. So obviously, you know, like like beyond the Star Wars, maybe the Star Trek references in the movie, they're not going to really understand. Yeah. But, you know, like they're laughing like hard at it and just kind of. Every time it's always like, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, and then like a second later, it's like, I love it. You know, <laughs> and it's just like, you're watching it and you're like, you know, like they, and I'm just, I'm just watching it. I was like, that's kind of cool though. You know, like, you know, I mean, they catch all the Star Wars references and stuff like that. And, but it's just kind of, kind of cool. Like you think like Mel Brooks is like what, 90 something. And like people that love Star Wars are still watching Spaceballs and digging it. So yeah. it's just like, uh, that's just kind of funny because I'm watching, you know, and it's like when you're watching the recas, you're obviously seeing just clips and I'm just cracking up watching some of those going, God, that was so stupid, but it is funny, you know, and I think that's, I think that's how youth culture is today, though, with the Internet is everything is new to them and it's all accessible. You know, like look at the um, that fucking show Stranger Things, right? Right. 
So Stranger Things had a song. A Stranger Things set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had a song on one of the episodes of that running up that hill, which yeah. is like from 83 or something. It was 85. The, it, it was, it was the same year Top Gun came out. <laughs> yeah. So that, that song is now in the top 10 in the billboard charts. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because, reading that because kids were like digging that song. And, and I, it's funny because that song is so different sounding yeah. than current stuff, but it doesn't matter because the. The more I've noticed, the older this generation gets, the more they just they everything is accessible and it's acceptable. You know what I mean? They don't care. It's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, in past generations like yours and mine's um, defense, we didn't have access to any of this. So it was it was like on a dusty shelf somewhere. Right. So it had that visual of being old. Or it was that or was um, like in in my instance, uh Sometimes you'd have those radio stations at like one or two in the morning that would play like old shit, yeah, but yeah. it's like that eclectic shit. And you're just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, what is that? And you, you know, if you missed the beginning of it or the end of it, you wouldn't hear who sang it or whatever. Um, but yeah, like now you can just pull it up on Spotify or YouTube or, you know, wherever. And, and it's, it's interesting to watch because I have multiple kids. You have one of my kids, she likes hip hop. She'll only listen to 90s hip hop. She won't listen or early 2000s. She won't listen to the new stuff. She says it sounds like trash. I go, well, you're right. Um, I have another did kid. You, who did listens. you, did you wipe that tear from your eye when you, when she <laughs> <Right>. said that? <laughs> I have another kid that listens to nothing but eighties pop music most of the time and not rock, like not hair metal, just pop music like Madonna and, and all that other shit. Well, the hair metal band wasn't pop. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and, and then you have, and this is a common thing nowadays too. Uh, my son listens to that Korean pop music a lot. All right. You know, it's just, it's such an eclectic, it's really, kids today are so fucking, they're tuned in a little differently. Yeah, I watch those. Uh, I watch, I, well, I listen to the, uh, the uh, uh, Korean chick K-pop bands. And when I mean listen to, I mean I watch on YouTube with the volume muted. So, Absolutely. You know, because Absolutely. I always tell the kids, I like the song when there's a video. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> and they just look at me like, Dad. <laughs> I was like, I just understand it more <laughs> right. when there's a video. See, I'm a visual person, so <laughs> right. I need to know the video so I can know what the song means, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it is it is funny, too, because, like, you know, um, you know, I've been watching... Um, I don't know why, but lately I've been kind of watching react move, you know, people watching movie reactions and, um, you know, there's, there's some that are going through like, you know, um, they're going through like older films. Like one of these chicks that I watch, she just went through like the Rocky series all the way through the first Creed movie. And I was kind of like, okay, like that was kind of a surprise. And then this one chick that I just happened to, catch because i kind of wanted to see because she was watching superman the movie for the first time Mm. and um you know she's probably in her maybe early 30s late 20s so obviously you know way before her time and she's like you know she's like you know this this you know was rated high on my poll so i'm gonna watch it she goes i don't know anything about superman she goes i just know the costume but she was wearing a blue shirt with this like little red blanket tucked in her you know, in her collar, she's like, just for that. So she's watching it. And, um, you know, and I was, and, uh, at the end she was like, oh my God, she goes, she goes, it was so good. 
Like she goes, I was like really surprised. I thought it was going to be kind of cheesy. She goes, but it was actually really good. And she goes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just, you know, and she's saying that, you know, she noticed that the love story kind of played a little heavier than she thought. And, um, she goes, but she really liked it. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like, uh, okay, cool. You know, people are catching it or catching onto it. Not just like, this is stupid. You know, I watched a reaction video. It was a C it was actually three videos. Um, it was a series and you'll know why it <laughs> required three videos. Um, she not only, she was like 20, it's a young, young girl. Um, she not only watched all the Lord of the Rings movies for the first time. Oh shit. She watched extended cuts as well. Oh shit. As it should be. Right. She also read the books for the first time. Now she's, you could tell she's, she's a reader because as soon as her camera comes up, she, there's books behind her. Right. You know, is it like um, those those newscasts where they have somebody like <laughs> zooming in and there's always got like these books? Right. <laughs> but I also I um, I would just have home, I would have homoerotic statues behind me, you know, if I was doing <laughs> just a bunch of dildos yeah. or something. Um I you know, she like I said, she's young, so I actually paused it and I was looking at the shelves, just kind of trying to get a bead on a lot of YA stuff. Um fantasy, definitely, but YA, you know. Yeah. Um young adult for those who don't know. um and young adult books are are perfectly fine there's nothing wrong a lot of young it's funny because young adult doesn't mean it's only for teenagers it just means it's a little it's not as complex because fantasy can get fucking complicated (laughs) hence the lord of the rings (laughs) um so she she had never read it and of course she has heard about how great it is and she never saw the movies either which also made me feel old because i'm like how could you have missed the movies and i'm like oh yeah i guess if you're if you're 20, right. <laughs> you know, you were um, born when the first one came out, you know, <laughs> I said, I, after I was done crying, I, I started watching the video, but it was, it was, it was really interesting. And it, it made me think of you too. Cause you had told me like, Oh, I like watch your reaction videos. I was like, why the fuck would you watch a video of someone watching a movie? Like that was the first, but I get it. You know, yeah. it was, it was cool. Cause she, she read the books and then she even looked up the history about it, how it wasn't supposed to be three books. It's supposed to be one big book, but whatever, whatever. Um, so she would read one book and then she would kind of review it. Right. And it was funny cause she goes, I don't think I'm qualified <laughs> to review the Lord of the Rings, but I'm going to do my best. Um, <laughs> uh, and she said that, um, she said the same thing that pretty much everybody who loves the Lord of Rings says. Uh, they're amazing books. The first one's kind of slow. Yeah. Um, did she, did she all masturbate during it is really the key. Did, uh, constantly. Yeah, okay, constantly. Cool. Oh, as she uh, should. That's, that's why I asked. Because if she was a true fan, she'd be getting right. off during that thing. But I, I really appreciated that she she said, I'm going to read the books first and then I'm going to watch the films. Because most people now, when they watch when they when they go to read the books, they've already watched the film. There's nothing wrong with the films. Right. They're they're amazing movies. But now when you read the book, you're gonna see those people from the movie in your head. You're not gonna build it yourself, you know? Because the the Middle Earth in my head doesn't look like that movie. It's actually pretty close, surprisingly. <laughs> but it's it's you know, the everything looks like But all the women are clothed, you know? so I was like well, that sucks. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get some Hobbit porn. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but no, it, it's cool. I think when you said reaction videos, I thought of like 
this one video as an example where they the re, they reacted to seeing um Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian and people were just screaming oh yeah yeah and like jumping up I can't I don't like that I, I I'm happy I'm anyone can emote any way they want but I don't have to watch you do it I have a it, it's just loud and obnoxious yeah. and I it's like whatever when when if you have general like feelings about something when they come in you're just like oh my god you know and you can just see the feelings when you're jumping around like you just fucking won the world series it's like okay you're not even watching it at this point all you're doing like, is just it's just yeah and that's the thing too like i if i see something like i'll see something in star trek obviously i think that's the one universe i can i can say that i would get the most hyped about if i saw a lot of easter eggs with these new shows and stuff like that so we'll see something and steve and i go you catch that like oh yeah that was dope and when i watch I'm like oh shit that's cool but i'm not going yeah like beating my fucking chest and it's just it's a weird ripping my shirt it's a off weird when way. i see <laughs> right it's it's just you know the, the most more I, power to him the most i get is fucking leo in once upon a time in hollywood you know that and the snap of the figure that's the most i get you know and i do that and my pets look at me like who the fuck are you doing that to because i usually do it in front of my brother you know just to kind of like see points at the screen and goes nice <laughs> <laughs> but i and and it's i don't know some people are just a lot more expressive and loud when they feel something and right. that's i would never say there's a wrong way to appreciate <laughs> a piece of art but um i don't want to watch a video of someone doing it so that was what i had thought of when you talked about reaction videos but this ch- the chick i was watching she was very quiet i read the first book and i'm like think i just think when people are quiet because i'm not that quiet so i need that balance you know what i mean yeah well it was like uh, the one chick that i watched um I think her page is called Movies in Bed. And mm-hmm. she's a she's one of those like sweet, cute little um cute blonde chicks. When she does some movies, she has her sister with her who's kind of hot. Um but uh she did she was watching the Rocky movies with her and um she did Top Gun for the first time. And she goes, you know, she goes, people have told me, you know, she goes, we have Top Gun Maverick and people are saying I should go see that. But I never actually saw the first one. And people were like, oh, my God, you got to see the first one. She goes, so I'm going to do it. She goes and watch the first movie. She goes, I've never really been a Tom Cruise fan. She goes, but to be honest, I haven't really watched a lot of his movies. So, you know, um, so she was watching it and she said the same thing because I was looking at it, I've seen Tom Cruise and this is like Top, Top Gun's like 1985. Yeah. And she's like my God, he looks so young. (laughs) I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then when, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Goose dies. She's like, you know, she's she's like, no, let Goose be alive. Let Goose be alive. And like the first shot after everything is, is, uh, is, uh, not Jester, what's his name? A Viper coming up and going, Goose is dead. And uh, she was like, what? (gasps) And then she's just like standing, sitting there watching it with like her mouth. She's like, she goes, why? I hate when they do that. They make you feel for a character and really like a character and then they kill them. And I'm like, that's because you're emotionally invested now. That's what they want. I'm looking at her her YouTube channel right now. It's called Popcorn in Bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Popcorn um, in Bed. She watches a lot of like good movies too. Yeah. Like she ain't watching no bullshit movies. Um, some heavy ones too, like emotionally. Yeah. Especially a lot of, a few war movies in here that are. A difficult watch. I'm gonna be honest. Um, 
like band of brothers and shit. Like yeah. it's just rough. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge is, is really good. I watched that recently for the first time. Um, has one of the best scenes of someone wigging the fuck out that I've seen <laughs> in a long time. But, um, but yeah, man, I think it's cool that this has become a trend where they're watching old stuff. And um, I mean, she had two weeks ago. She watched a movie from 73, The Sting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Patriot Games. Yeah. Bookmark Shakes. Pretty dope. Yeah. She's Patriot Games. She did Heat a little while back, which is one of my all time favorite movies. I fucking love that. And movie. the thing the thing is, is she's she's watching some good movies, but there are a lot of movies that I wouldn't say I wouldn't say her shit now, but you had to have been there, you know, to really get it because the, and this is, this is a, this goes into a conversation I was having with someone on Reddit where his comment was, um, the worst part about strange new worlds is that, Oh no, the worst part about the original series of star Trek is that it's a horrible sequel to strange new worlds. Right. I've seen that comment. Yeah. And I go, huh? Cause it's not a sequel. <laughs> yeah. And then a few and people, the Star Trek fandom usually isn't like, fuck you. Right. They'll just be like, I respectfully disagree. And this <laughs> is why. Um, and I kind of threw my two cents there. And I said, you know, problem that we, that a lot of people have with media in general is that it wasn't made for you. The original series was not made for you and I, it was made for people in the sixties. So you kind of have to, you can't look, cause he said looking I looked through it through a 2022 lens. It's like, well, that's not fair. You yeah. can't do that. That that world didn't even exist I'm when looking, that show I'm look, came I'm out. I'm looking at you through a 2022 lens, and you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you through a 1995 lens. I'm about to knock you the fuck out. Um, and then his response was, it's impossible to to look at it. I didn't. I wasn't alive in the – I'm like – I just left it there because I'm like, obviously, this person is not going to have a logical discussion. But right. I think of myself, it's not impossible. You, you, you think about the society that existed then. What was important? What were the problems? What, you know, especially with Star Trek's representation of idealism of, of you know, society. And we had the first um, mixed couple kiss and a couple of episodes that dealt with race and stuff like that. And, and I've seen comments like. Oh, that black and white episode where the the people had like one side of the face was painted black and one painted white. It was so fucking stupid. There was so much better ways to do it. It's like you don't understand that in the sixties, right. they couldn't be in your face about couldn't it. Couldn't like be on the now. nose. You can't be that on the nose. You had to be real slick about it, and that was one of Star Trek's strengths because it was sci-fi. So you could be slick about it. I think. I think, and I think one of the biggest problems is. People can see that. They just don't want to look through the they aesthetics. They don't want to. They don't no. want, they, they can't take away the aesthetics. Like, this looks old. I hate people like I, that like that. Like, I, I, can't watch, I can't watch that movie in the 70s. It looks old. That reminds me um, of someone said about the, the original series. They go, I can't watch because it looks like shit. And I'm all, but it doesn't look like shit. <laughs> it looks like a 60s television show. You know, like if you compare that to other sci-fi around that time, a Star Trek looking hit, dude. Like, dude, you don't even have to do that. You can just look at some really bad sci-fi of the '80s and go like, Star Trek in the '60s looked a lot better than real. that. You know? It was well done yeah. because you use special effects as sparingly as humanly possible when they're not that great, which is what Star Trek did. Yeah. You know, practical effects were king back then, and they did a good job with it. Like, yes, when I was younger, the reason why I haven't seen all of TOS is because when I was a kid, 
I grew up on TNG and the 90s Trek, you know, um, that was out at the time. And it was difficult for me to watch too. I'm, this to me was what old people watched and when I was like 14. Basically you know? what he's saying is he was a bitch. I was a bit of a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> no. And now you, know, was you get bit, older. I was a bit bougie about my Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I didn't even know the original series existed when I started watching Star Trek. I think that was a lot of kids that that were born in the 90, or born in the 80s and 90s and started watching Star Trek. They didn't even know TOS was around. You find out later. Yeah. Like I think I found out TOS was around because there was a reference in a TNG episode. Oh yeah, yeah. And my uncle said, "Oh, that's from TOS." And I go, "From what now?" <laughs> because I was like 10. You know, I don't fucking I didn't know what was going on. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, but being the 90s, it wasn't like I could just pop on fucking Netflix and start right. watching it." Yeah. You know, so you you develop that, "Well, I can't see it. It's old. Therefore, I don't need to watch it." That's one you of know? the things I kind of admire about the young generation now is that they're watching old shit like fucking Golden Girls or they're watching older TV shows yeah. that they really have no conceptual connection to. I was I was at or kids the that mall. Are like, kids are like 14 or 15 are watching Friends. It's like half those jokes you don't even understand. But they're watching it and having a good time with it. So it's kind of like it's it's one of those kind of like kind of like okay, you're But then that's the same thing with me like when I watch something from the 50s or the 60s, yeah. you know, where I have no actual connection to it. But if it's funny, it's funny. Or yeah, if, it's, it, if it's good, it's good. Good is good. Yeah. You know, the Twilight Zone. I have no connection to half the shit that's in the Twilight Zone, but I enjoy it, you know? I, I was at the mall um, a couple months back, and I saw some teenagers, it's a couple guys, and uh, two of them had some interesting T-shirts. One of them had a, um, a Golden Girls T-shirt on. <laughs> It was pink, and then it had the whole group, and it just said, thank you for being a friend on the bottom. <laughs> and then um, and then one had, oh, what was the show? Oh, it was Knight Rider. It had the fucking oh, Knight Rider car on and everything. Nice. I was like, that's dope. And then it kind of hit me, though. When I was in high school, it was trendy to wear T-shirts of bands from the 80s. Hmm. We were we, A lot of kids had like um, – like fucking hair metal bands like on on their shirts and shit <laughs> and these motherfuckers didn't know shit about shit they just had the shirt but the the difference with the kids today is they actually seen that shit all of my kids have seen all of golden girls they've seen <laughs> roseanne they've seen um jesus christ i can't even think a, a whole bunch because my wife loves old sitcoms i think she secretly misses that format of television Oh yeah, yeah. Like the '90s sitcom because it doesn't really exist anymore. No. Um, and I've I've tried to get. She watches a couple of the newer ones. She really likes this one. Of, it's fucking. Well, she liked Modern Family, but she saw it all already. Um, and then she, there's this one where it's the father from American Pie. And they're in like I don't know fucking Oregon or something. Oh, Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's been watching that. But she she says that new sitcoms are just they're they try too hard. That's that was her that's her words. It, like um, perfect example, two broke girls. Oh yeah. Once you get over the fact that they're hot, it's hmm. just one liner after one liner after it's like a really bad 
it's like if stand-up was speed dating <laughs> and then you just get it gets it gets old you know because punchlines don't punch as much when they come at you constantly for 30 minutes yeah you're just kind of like whatever this isn't funny anymore um with i mean the show ain't around so i guess <laughs> i guess that's the point um but yeah she watches a lot of those 97 the kids pick up on that i i've the whole trope of like oh i you know, I don't do what my parents do or whatever is not in my house. I don't know if I did something special or whatever, or kids are just different. But they like all the shit we like. Maybe to different varying degrees, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but but they'll they'll be down to watch an old movie or um or whatever. They don't care. Um, But they also like that Korean like my daughter watches Korean game shows. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm watching my show. And I'm like, what is this? And it's they get Korean pop stars and their contestants in this show. But like the stuff they do is fucking zany, bro. It's it's hijinks, bro. Right. Okay. 127%. Like it, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Some of the girls are cute, you know, whatever. I'll sit there and watch it for a couple minutes, but it's just um and then I love how um, this, this sounds kind of bad, but whatever. I love how Koreans um, show they're excited because they go, oh, like they get really like, they, it's just different, different sounds than we I, make. I, like, I've been watching like uh, those. Like I said last week, I think you know, I was watching those Korean videos where they're reacting to Michael Jackson. I know what you're talking about when they get excited. This is like this like rev of an it's engine. It's like a reserve. It's. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like they're reserved a little bit more too. Like they're not going, yeah, you know what I mean. They're just they're, they're also just like, oh, it's just know? because they're more respectful. And right. then when they see something like, oh, you know, it's just like this big old that sounded. It's racist, almost like you know. they're. It's almost like they're like, wow, like all the time. <laughs> I was, but watching, yeah, it's it's pretty dope. I was watching The Big Short last night. One of my favorite movies. If you guys haven't seen it, it's about the uh, the financial collapse, and it's done by Adam McKay. Stars Steve Carell, um, Ryan Gosling, um, uh, Christian Bale, uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, it's got a bunch of different cameos in there. It's a great illustration of what the fuck happened. Um, but the Ryan Gosling's trying to sell this firm, which is headed by Steve Carell, and he's got a couple of guys there, and he's like um, trying to sell, trying to get them to invest in in shorting the housing market these are how these are it's basically about the people that got rich off the housing um housing crisis and how it actually came about and they're going like is it quantitative you know can you quantitate he goes look at this guy over here and they're like what he's like look at this guy over here what's different about him and it's an asian guy he's wearing black rim glasses and you hear one of the guys i think that's racist like (laughs) (laughs) and then he turns to the camera and he goes actually my name is my name is jang I do speak English. He goes, he likes to use it because somehow it makes my work seem more authentic. <laughs> you know, <It's> like, <laughs> but they do a lot of talking to the fourth, the fourth wall. It's a great movie. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's funny when you, when you see like, um, like the, like the Korean culture looking at ours and then how they kind of like, it kind of like somehow seems like they're, they finally connect the dots on where they've seen things and then how they kind of come together. Um, uh, it, but, uh, yeah, so, um, but yeah, like it's, it's really kind of cool seeing how people are, are catching on to some of the old stuff. I was watching this, 
for some reason I, I it's it's came on my feed. I've never really watched music reaction videos. Um, but this one came up and it was this dude who's probably in his late twenties and his dad who's in his probably a little older than me, and he's introducing him to music that he grew up with as a kid to his dad. So, you know, his dad's like he goes that his dad never really listened to much modern music. He listened to most of his music. So they put on the headphones and then they start listening to that Lauren Hill song, you know, um, oh God. Ready or not. Yeah. And, um, Ready or not. No, 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 not that one. Not that one. No, the other one. The, um, um, I think it was when she was with the Fugees. Um, I know the song. I know the song. Yeah. I think everybody, you know, oh, uh, singing my heart when he's. One time. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 That one. And, um, killing me softly. Killing me softly. Yeah. Go. Yeah. And, um, and then the kid goes, it's a remake of the song in the seventies. And then his father goes, actually, that was a remake of a song from the forties. He goes, yeah, he just goes, keeps getting he goes, mashed. and, um, he goes, okay. So he goes to listen to it. And when the, you know, when the beat kicks in and then you hear that, Bam, bam, bam. And then the beat kicks in. All of a sudden, you see his dad just kind of grooving his neck, grooving it. You could see him grooving, like his head's kind of doing a little bit of bobbing of a back and forth. He's like, he goes, I like the echo. I like how this is, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, you know, it's cool when you see. I think we've kind of made that jump because you know how on the internet before it used to just be trashing videos. Oh, it's so stupid. Look at that. This fucking said the beat. Oh my God, it sucks. You know how it used to just be thrashing. But now we're finally getting into that mold of where we're actually seeing people enjoying shit to enjoy it, you know, and, and not just about constantly thrashing something. I mean, I think that, I think they're both present now. I think that, I think if I were to theorize <laughs> the majority of people who stayed on the internet, cause most people only interact with the internet in a creative way when they want to complain about something. Mm-hmm. They, that's, I mean, look at Twitter. Majority <laughs> of people who tweet, 95% of their tweets are just bitching and moaning about something. Um, but now as we move on to 2022, you have a lot, just normal people on the internet, like people who they didn't live and breathe the internet. Like I did <laughs> you know, since the nineties, they're just on here going, Oh, there's a comment section. And then they're just saying how they feel about something. And I think that's a beautiful thing. What was that video you know? that you, you linked me to with that, uh, that, uh, what was it that uh what was she a a vaulter and then everybody kept saying oh my god the way she plays the guitar is like amazing (laughs) (laughs) men of culture we come together again she was uh, um a long jumper a long jumper yeah um from spain but that she's definitely talented yeah um she basically you know she's moving around and her ass is just like Right there, it's just, a, out. it's just out there, and you're just like, oh my god, like that's like a great. And the comments section is fucking amazing, you know. Everybody. Yeah, it's just the comedy. <laughs> it was so great. I've never but, heard um, anybody play this version of whatever song before. <laughs> the only, the only massively negative, vitriol kind of comments I ever see now are political. In the political spaces, um, on both sides. You know, it's it, it can just it becomes a but politics have always been that way. It, it will it becomes a flinging shit at each other. Also, I think kind of conversation in, in the fandom space is kind of fandoms as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's also politics again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it be, for those type of people who are a little too into it, it becomes a political debate, you know, and yeah. it, it's a little ridiculous. I think. Um, Did you hear? Luke? I think. Po- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. You go. Um, well, I just I, I was just going to say, I think um, I think politics is a special to- kind of topic just because it is kind of our day to day lives, you know, so people get a little bit more pumped up about it. You know, rightfully so. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> people need to go outside and touch grass. But you know, it, it's fine. Go ahead. Uh, it was just, uh, I think uh, Lucas Films released a statement to uh, because people were saying that Star Wars is too woke, that they need to stop being political, and uh, and I was like, it's I don't always- think people know what woke means. Yeah, anymore. and I was like, going political. It's been political like since 1977. You know, it's. And uh, it was written about the Nixon administration, which, you know, which kind of how that's where he took it from. But like he was, um, but like uh, Lucasfilms came back with something like, hey, you know, we we make this stuff because it's enjoyable. People like it. And, uh, you know, and too political. I mean, the first movie had a rebellion, <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, like that was like that's the whole thing. There was a rebellion against the empire. Like I don't understand how it's become it's more political. People, people only it's claim something's too political when it doesn't match their opinion. Yeah. When they most most works of art, film, music, whatever, are political in <laughs> some way. It's you it's know. interpretation. If you take away that, that's your right. problem, not theirs. You know. And it's just, when Beyonce talked about all the single ladies, she was <laughs> shitting on the American view of a family household. Did you ever see that uh, that uh, SNL bit when uh, Beyonce did that song about basically about her being black? And like it was this there was this bit where they're like Beyonce did her new song and she claims that she's black and like all the white people start freaking out. Like everybody's like, going, I do remember she, that, where she's yeah. like, she's black. There people are screaming. They're like, people are rioting. People are under their desk crying. It's just the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> it's like, wait, she's black. What? <laughs> I do. Listen, I miss pre Jay Z Beyonce, just like everybody else does. Okay. No, I feel like she, she started doing weird trendy shit and she was less interesting to me. And now same with Jay Z. And now those two, like they had that show where th- I th- it was either a special or a show or whatever. They were on TV for a little bit and they are the weirdest. They, they've they gotten so rich that I don't, they're not people anymore. Yeah. They're that weird kind of like I'm super detached from everything. It's just odd to watch them <laughs> like aliens. <laughs> um, it's aliens trying to be humans. That's what they are basically. Um, yeah, it always reminds me of that movie. Um, there, I've brought this up before, and nobody ever remembers it. But there's a movie where it was like giant man-sized cockroaches um, that could shape shift, <laughs> and they came to America and tried to pretend to be human. And it's just a comedy. It was a stupid comedy. Right. Um, but they kind of it's that same thing where you're trying to fit in and you don't, you right. don't at all. Yeah. Oh man, uh, so one thing I wanted to kind of get your opinion on, um, so I guess um, it looks like uh, Ezra Miller is going to be out of a job soon. He should be. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing is, it, the Ezra Miller case is a little different for me when it, it's at first we're all making jokes and stuff, but at this point I'm like, 
someone needs to help that guy. Yeah. There's something wrong with him. Like, well, not only, and I'm not saying it in a, in a, like a funny way, like something is wrong with him. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I did that on, in the, the newsfeed where I was like to say, you know, Ezra Miller has some issues is definitely an understatement. You know, it's like, he's got, he's got a problem. I mean, the, what's the newest thing, the a restraining order against a 12 year old that he's been, it's like, he's doing everything in his power to destroy himself. And, and it's that's really a, strange. And that's an issue. Like there are people that do that. That will sabotage their yeah. own, you know, their own, and then blame the world mm-hmm. that it happened. But it's um, it's sad to see because, you know, he was one of the. I know the D- DCU has had its issues, but the Flash was not one of them. Yeah, everybody was liking the Flash. He was definitely a standout and had a good career going on. And then he just started doing weird, like eighties level rock star kind of shit. Like <laughs> right. just, just and silly he's none shit. of, and he's none of that. Like, you know, no, he's not. And, and I'm not talking about that. He puts makeup on and wears women. So I don't get that's fucking normal at this point. Nowadays, I don't yeah. really give a shit about that. It's just his actions yeah. are just over the fucking top. They're talking about he was grooming a 12 year old or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and nothing's proven or whatever. And I don't care enough to fucking deep dive into it. <laughs> but I do know DC has, um, well, Reports are showing that DC is is cutting him loose after um, it's cutting him loose and Amber Heard after their next movies. Well, the thing, you know, it's Amber fun- Heard's a different situation well, though than Ezra Miller. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, and the thing that you know people have been saying have been like, "Fucking Disney cut Johnny Depp with like no problem," and and fucking Ezra Miller. I go, okay, first people need to understand that Ezra Miller and Amber Heard. Work for a different fucking company that Johnny Depp comes uh, worked for. Disney don't fuck around with bad PR. If you're giving him bad no. PR, Yoda fucking calls you and tell you fuck up. You did, you know. It's <laughs> also too the they're they're indifferent. I'm Amber Heard's whatever, but um, Ezra Miller, the Ezra Miller situation and the Johnny Depp situation are very different. Johnny Depp was on what he was possibly going to make his sixth fucking movie as right. as as the pirate dude. When Ezra Miller was like a cornerstone of the DCU, (laughs) you know, so it's I understand. I think Warner Brothers is making a a sound business decision. You know, they want to cut ties. You also got to remember, too, Warner Brothers has two hundred million dollars invested in this movie that still hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's already done. It's in post-production. And it's like going, so what are they going to do? They're not going to scrap a whole fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, they got to pay people that worked on that movie. That's what, Sometimes people are fucking clowns. Like this one dude's an asshole, so we're going to put – we're not going to pay the thousands of people that it took to make this film? Come right. on, guys. Yeah. Like let's put it aside. I think Warner Brothers is making a sound decision. Um, Disney is quick to put press, press no on shit. Um, but – I think if Disney was in the same situation where a film was in post production like that, they're not gonna, they're not gonna cut the the movie. Yeah, it's too not, much of a business loss. No, I mean in most in most react in most instances, you know, people over there like going, oh, you know, where's it gonna come out? Is it gonna come out on HBO Max and stuff? No, it's still gonna come out in theaters because you and know at what? At the end of the day, people are gonna say, oh, I'm not gonna watch it. Yes, you will. Yeah, you will. If you were gonna watch it before, you're still gonna watch it. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Warner Brothers knows that. The Lazy Geeks knows that. We all know that. Okay? <laughs> You're going to still watch the film. I don't like Ezra Miller either. I think he's damaged in some way. And he's if it's found that he was grooming a kid, that's fucking disgusting. Will I still see Flashpoint? You fucking right I will. Yeah. You have to be able to separate the art from the artist sometimes. You know? Now, 
separating the art from us doesn't mean I want him to be employed for three more films and become a blockbuster <laughs> star. No. no, you know, he doesn't deserve the, he doesn't deserve that, but we'll just watch this movie guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah, what he a, doesn't act like himself in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, you know, even fucking Grant Morrison came out, you know, going like, cause he supposedly worked on the script with Ezra Miller when they were trying to get the flash movie made. And he yeah. was like going, I don't know this guy anymore. I don't know who this guy is. I think he's gotten into substances and stuff. Yeah. That's what it seems like just from me previously watching people like I went to high school with or whatever. They, they, they you turn to a completely different person and the people around you are like, who the fuck is this dude? Right. You know, and, and that's what it looks like. But, you know, at the end of the day, I hope he gets the help he needs. Um, it was funny making fun of him for a while, being silly, but now it's kind of like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> I, th- I think there's some real issues over there. Yeah, now it's kind of like, oh, dude, you need you need to get some help. And, yeah. you know, Warner Brothers, and, and there are reports that Warner Brothers has been trying to get him some help, but, you know, there's only so much you can do. If the person doesn't want help. Yeah. It's difficult. And big, and big ups to Warner Brothers if they are doing that, especially since they're going to cut them loose anyway. Right. I and, mean, that's cool that they're they're trying to help him out, but it's... um. You, know, you got to be a big boy sometimes and, and make the right decisions or <laughs> there's consequences. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But it just it sucks to see because he was, um, you know, he was, he was a rising star. Yeah. And he fucking and, ruined it. But he's then, not the first one to do this. But, then either. Um, but, you know, I thought he was still in the uh, in the um, the that new that Harry Potter spinoff. But I haven't heard anything about that. So I, don't know. I heard and this is a rumor. I heard that he's been cut from that. Mm. but because they haven't fi- started filming that yet i don't think yeah because it, it, but, but the last one that I came out the last one came out kind of bombed and but um War- the new the new head of warner brothers has said that they're committed to to doing that because obviously it's a big franchise for them so obviously they're going to be committed to doing that but yeah so if he's cut them loose that makes him what the second actor because johnny depp was cut from the first after the first film too um so it, it it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. But you know, um, I I really yeah. I got you know. I just hope he uh. I hope he gets the help he needs. Yeah. Uh, um. Now I know you wanted to talk about this earlier. Episode five of Obi Wan Kenobi, motherfucker. It's real good, man. <laughs> this is real good. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um even though it was it was kind of a sad episode in a lot of ways yeah um but it definitely had some exciting moments that fight at the end was fucking intense <laughs> bro just the, and just the way it was filmed was just so clever like it was very almost jerky yeah it was kind of it was like it was like you're here now you're here now you're here it's like what the fuck um what? and it was following um like Vader's hands yeah and i was just like this is intense dude and it's crazy too because since vader has a mask on he always looks you you, your brain kind of interprets him as being stoic like nothing's hard right when in actuality everything is hard (laughs) for him because (laughs) actually um, i'm hard so you know (laughs) i was looking into looking into some lore um on him uh in that i guess he was supposed to get a better suit um but he chose well one he has a bunch of wires connected to him, so there was a chance he would die if they put him in a new suit. And then also, um, this is from like the, I think the comics. And then also, um, he, 
the dark side gets power from pain and suffering. Oh, so right. he didn't want to be too comfortable. So he's actually stronger, but he's constantly suffering. And I'm like, it's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know he's a dick, but Jesus. <laughs> What's funny, though, is that, you know, you had all these people that were bitching to Mona, but like, fucking Hayden Christensen came back and we only saw him for like three seconds outside of the suit and he's in the suit. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like, uh, and I was, um, I had been watching because I kind of wanted to see what people's reaction when particularly the opening shot when it's fucking Anakin and Coruscant and, um, and it's that whole basically pre attack of the clones, you know, um, stuff on there. And, uh, this one guy goes, okay, now all you people that have been bitching and moaning, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but was, but like that whole thing. And I got to admit, I actually was pretty hyped when I saw him as Anakin with the little fucking, rat tail and all that and well it was so dope to how that flashback fight matched what was happening in the current time yeah that was was really cleverly done it was cool because of the fact that you it wasn't just thrown in there for throw in sake you know that's that's what i yeah that's what i really liked you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of um the watchman but the comic remember they had that um that shipwreck oh yeah comic within the comic yeah you you kind of had to really connect the dots, but it kind of matched the tone of what was actually going on right. with the Watchmen, and I, that's the only two times I've seen that done, and it was so good. Like, cause in, they're having a fucking sparring match, and you know, Anakin gets the upper hand, Vader's got the upper hand in the situation and the thing, and then fucking Obi comes back with that one two, and then <laughs> you know, he fucking wins, and, and, and it's, he's it's, still it's fighting. Really cool. this, he's still fighting that same battle. He's like, same thing. He's never won that fight. Yeah, and and that's why he's still a Padawan bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the Jedi, right, right. Um, I fucking loved, the, uh, fucking loved that they brought that um, what's his name, Nanjani back, and he's like, yeah, you know, since uh. You know, I'm kind of like a Jedi now, so I know how it feels. You know, <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up with this dude. <laughs> I really like what they've done with, um, you know, I, I kind of called it. I said, look, third sister, I'm not digging her, but we had, you know, you got to be mature about it. It's, we're one, two episodes in. Got to wait, you know, and I waited and I, I was satisfied. I, I think she's a great character. She's got a lot of development. I think she's got the most development out of anybody in the fucking in the uh, series, to be honest, other than Obi-Wan. Right. Um, but that fight but, between her and Vader, where Vader was just basically stopping her with his hands, you know, it's just like he was playing with her. Oh, like yeah. He, it was it was intense to watch because the thing is, and they do this in the video games where Vader shows up too. I sent a clip to see from uh, the Fallen Order. You are not beating him. It's 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 when he shows up, it's a how are they going to get away from him? Yeah. Because you're not, <laughs> you know what I mean? you're not beating his ass. Yeah, so it's it was very interesting. I'm I'm actually curious what she's gonna do next because they they kind of I know she doesn't like Vader. I get that, and she was trying to end it, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's on Obi Wan's side either, because she showed some animosity towards him because he's the one who trained Anakin, right? You know, and it's um because that we had that moment. I think it was in this episode or was it? The last was like, where were you? Where were you oh, when yeah, that happened? Oh, yeah, it was happened? this episode, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you were supposed to save us. And you could see Obi- Obi-Wan was kind of hurt with that, of course. You know, rightfully so. He has guilt because of the situation. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who trained the worst person <laughs> in the galaxy. Um, 
but it's just fucking there was so much development i love that uh the Grand Inquisitor came back, and he was petty, bro. He was on a level of petty that, come on, dude. I like that, I like that dude. Like, even the short amount of time we have him in the first episode, I really liked him. Like, he has that almost like a, like, pinhead. Yeah, from yeah. From the fucking Howard. Like, he has that fucking aura about him that everybody just shuts the fuck up when he shows up. I like how Which he, is good, because he never shuts up. I like the, the sarcastic Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what a dick, bro. <laughs> What's but funny is that, see, that that meme that uh, that she sent me with the uh, with the what was it those practical jokers and they're yeah. like call her Grand Inquisitor and it's like the- <laughs> <laughs> so the only, the only thing and I and I've kind of thought about it and it doesn't bug me as much as it did when I mentioned it to Steve but the whole like Darth Vader is OP thing where he like grabs the ship from the sky. Um, and then he can't do it to the next one because, you know, his his magic meter's low because he already did the first <laughs> That's one. That's what somebody said on, on one of the reactions. They're like, oh, his his meter's down. <laughs> he can't, yeah, it's he needs MP potions. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, my previous thing was like, okay, but we've also seen him with fucking Leia's ship floating away from me. He doesn't do anything. Like, you know, it's just inconsistencies. But then you remember something. Remember that Star Wars is not like a hard science fiction. It's more of a fantasy. It doesn't have to be perfect like that, like nuance. And I have a very bad habit. I get this from Star Trek where I'm like, but what, what's doing? Like, where is that? Where are they? Like I drive Steve crazy. Like when we watch the Star Trek episode, I'm like, but where are they? Where is this planet? I don't know where it is. <laughs> you know, because I grew up reading hard fantasy where it's like fucking there. Exp- there's two chapters explaining how the engine works. You know what I mean? <laughs> Star Wars Star Wars is more akin to the Lord of the Rings and the storytelling. It's yeah. a fantasy. Yeah. You know? It doesn't the inconsistencies are there because they make the plot more interesting. That's it. It was a cool visual moment. And it was obviously and when I watched it because I went back and watched it a second time, he was struggling when he was doing it. You could hear it. You could hear yeah. him go, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that before. I thought he just swooped in and was like, Let me get this bitch real quick. <laughs> you know, so he, give it back he to swooped him. in cool. like fucking Superman. Da, 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 da. <laughs> For real. He started floating his chest. <laughs> his but, his um, chest plate turned into an ass. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> honestly, that, that last fight scene was one of the coolest Star Wars fights I've ever seen. It, it really was. Like it was and, – and there was a level of um, disrespect in it too that I thought was interesting where it's like he, he took her weapon – then broke it in half, which designed to do that, and then gave her back the other one right. to supposedly, quote unquote, make it a fair fight, <laughs> and then immediately takes it back from her and holds both of them. I'm like, this dude, you know, and then it's like we know that Anakin was big on the sword play and stuff, and it's it, it, they just really this this episode above all respected the source material, I think. Well, I when, think it really. When he took her, from it. when he took her sword and then gave it back to her and then took it again, it reminded me of what Obi Wan did to him. Yeah, yeah. And again, we're seeing that in the flashback. It's fucking. It was so. This is the best episode of the fucking series. I haven't even seen the six yet. This is the best episode. It has to be. If the next one's better than this one, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'll be. I'll be surprised great. if it is. But yeah. And for people, for people who are sitting on the sidelines being being salty about, you know, not my Star Wars, I'm not even going to talk shit to you. I'm just, you're missing out. 
Yeah. You're really missing out the on, only on, one on you're some hurting is yourself. The only one you're hurting is yourself. Right. If you don't want to watch it, that's cool. It don't stop me from watching it. So I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> you know? Right. Like this this is this is probably <sighs> I was trying to compare it the other day because some people were doing it on Reddit. They were like, oh, which is better, Mandalor- Mandalorian or this? And I'm like, you kind of can't compare the two because those characters are so different. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like the Mandalorian isn't as connected to the past movies as Kenobi obviously is. Right. You know, um, so it's kind of a different vibe. I think they're both quality wise. I think they're both on the same level, although Mandalorian is longer. So you see more. I think I think the problem with comparing them is the characters are different too. Like the Mandalorian is is a fucking badass. Yeah. And the Mandalorian's like a western show. Like swoops into town and fucking with his own brand of justice. You know that kind of shit. Well, yeah, it's the it's the um oh god, what was the um the samurai story? Yes, yeah. samurai's even better. Um but the Kenobi is more of a almost like Picard yeah in the beginning where he's lost he's lost his way and needs almost needs to be reminded that he's the shit the one because Obi-Wan Kenobi is the shit oh yeah well you know what what actually kind of made me sad was um watching when they had the shootout in the tunnel going back to the the dock you know with, with um and uh the chick got shot and her, you know, that, that loader, that loader droid, you know, was, um, was basically going to die too. But what does he do? He sits himself in front of her to protect her. Even though he's about to die, he's still going to protect her. I was like, I was like, oh, bro. And then she uses the thermal detonator. I was like, dude. Oh, just, we're going to pause. We're not pausing the show. We're pausing the conversation. I want this to be in the show. My wife just quietly, like ninjutsu style unlocked the door came in and dropped a plate of fresh cut watermelon dino nuggies <laughs> and french fries bro what are you 10 <laughs> listen listen be jealous all you want all right but i got them dino nuggies with the ranch on deck okay <laughs> i know you jealous bro <laughs> but it's all right it's like it's like it's no so- she probably she pro- i think she was making that for the kids and i'll eat it so she's gonna make it. I, I like chicken nuggets because it's like yo because like watermelon slices and chicken it's, it's basically what a 10 year old would do like oh i got this i'll have that you know listen can you shut the fuck up? i'm trying to open my capri sun all right <laughs> <laughs> uh and i think last lastly today um r.i.p internet explorer dead at the age of 26 this isn't even satisfying <laughs> because it's dying because it's replaced by itself <laughs> essentially i i do think it's funny that um i think it's funny it is replaced with edge and edge is a better browser but edge is a better browser because it's chromium <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just a skinned chromium and it reminds me of back in the day what Microsoft Microsoft used to be a very shrewd company, very cutthroat, born out of the 80s, you know, kind of style. Right. Is the Donald Trump of fucking tech companies. <laughs> Did they and get sued for antitrust? Multiple times. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> the when when Internet Explorer came out, 
the most popular browser of the time was Netscape Navigator, mm-hmm. which is the predecessor to Firefox. Um, so Netscape Navigator is great. Everybody had it. You either had AOL and then you minimized AOL and used <laughs> Netscape Navigator it or you had me, some other thing. It took me a long time to realize, oh, wait, I don't have to use this one. I can yeah, just yeah, go yeah. ahead and once I figured that I thought I was a hacker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um then Microsoft has this really and you gotta give it to them because it was slick. They come out with Internet Explorer, okay, which is not as good as Netscape Navigator when it first came out. It was never as good as Netscape Navigator, <laughs> to be completely honest, until Netscape Navigator started falling off. But they included it with the operating system. They did the same exact thing that they did with Edge, where it's in your face. Now, they bothered you a little bit more with Edge because they had the technology to do so. But most people at the time were like, well, this is – it just said Internet. <laughs> they named it Internet, <laughs> internet Explorer. Explorer. <laughs> so they just – people would buy their computers and go, I guess this is the Internet. Because <laughs> I, I, it reminded me of my grandfather. He called – like if he if he opened a web browser, he called it the internet. <laughs> He's using the, the internet because that's how older people thought of it, you know. And it's like they were shit back then, and they're shit now. Okay, <laughs> when it comes to that bullshit, because Edge still, and they've already been in the news for it. And that's trash. If you have you install Windows ten or eleven, eleven's um, even worse. And I'll, I'll explain to it real quick. But let's say just Windows 10. Um, Edge is there, default, blah, blah, blah. So you download Chrome or Firefox, whatever the fuck you want to use. Pale Moon, if you, whatever. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Opera. <laughs> the last Safari that ever worked <laughs> for fucking Windows. Um, if you want to switch it, the default, it will remind you again and you have to click again. Is this difficult to do? No. Is it annoying? Yes. Because if you have Chrome and you switch to Firefox, it's not going to remind you. It don't give a fuck. It's already given up on you. Windows 11 has another slick thing that doesn't really have much to do with web browsers. You know how in Windows 10, if you want to change the default program for something, you just go to the default panel. Right. And you can change it. Or even easier, let's say it's a JPEG. You can right-click, open with, and then say, always open with this. You can't do that in Windows 11 anymore. And if you go to the default panel, you have to change the default for every single type of file. You can't just say images. You have to do it for the JPEGs. You have to do it for the PNGs. You have to do it for – they make it so fucking difficult to get out of their little ecosystem. And I'm like, okay, someone's hanging out with Apple. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Anyway, I'm going to stop here because I can feel it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I can I can feel it. I'm gonna get upset, and and it's whatever. But um, yeah. Internet Explorer should have died a decade ago. Oh God, yeah. Nobody used it other than to download something else. Well, I I, I remember I remember that the yeah when you got a new computer or you reinstalled Windows, uh, which I did this week. Um, reinstalled Windows because my my fan was like at, it had an update and then my fan just kept. And then it would, after like it was idle for 15 minutes, it just got stuck and I have to do a hard restart. So I said, all right, fuck it. I have everything backed up to the, you know, to the cloud and shit. And then I have my other hard drives. So I had, you know, the podcast and everything else on other hard drives. So I go, okay, fine. So I uninstalled some programs uh, because deactivation. And then 
went ahead and reinstalled Windows. Now it runs like a kitten. You know, it purrs. It's it's great. But when I when I did that, and then I went to Edge to download Chrome, it's all like you know, and that it's some of the same like. Um, when I went to uh, open it, was like, hey, 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 but don't you want to use Edge? And before like a litter can get out, do you want to use Edge? It was like, no, I'm click, I'm opening up Chrome, getting it set up. Then when I go to the default screen, I go to change the default, and then it's like, you know, select your default. Then it's like. It's like, hey, but Edge is here. Are you sure you want it? And it's like, yes, I'm sure. It's like, I don't Get even let fuck it. away from it's me. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, and uh, and it's hilarious. But like, I remember the only time I would ever use Internet Explorer. It's kind of the same reason I use Edge now. Is anytime I use Internet Explorer, is if a page wasn't coming up. If a page wasn't coming up in Chrome, you go try it. With you try else. it with something else because maybe maybe it's like, oh, if it comes up with something, then I just gotta clear my cookies or you know test that. But that was solely the reason. I remember at my one of my old jobs, I had um, Firefox, Chrome, and Internet Explorer on my one system. So anytime we had issues, I'd open up in one of the other three. But it was just it's just funny because like Internet Explorer sucked donkey balls. And it was just like, okay, we already knew this was going out to pasture because Edge came out with Windows 10 in 2015. So we already knew this. And then it was like, oh, yeah. And then I forgot that they said it was going to end in June of 2022. And then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, we're no longer, you know, the big news is Microsoft's no longer supporting Windows, um, Internet Explorer. And I was like, can you even download that anymore? I think, didn't they disable, like, you couldn't even like download it. I know like a couple years ago they started doing it where you can actually uninstall Internet Explorer. You can uninstall it and you can enable it in the Windows 10 settings. At least you could. You it, there's a um there's a place that I go to in Windows when I'm on it to um enable like direct play or I think it's called that for older games hmm. and you'll see Internet Explorer in there. <laughs> but um they probably took it out now. I mean, you just shouldn't use it anyway they're, if they're not going to put security updates. The last Internet Explorer I used was 2.0 because I, I installed um, Windows 95 in a VM. <laughs> um, but I think it was 2.0. It might have been 1.0. Didn't work very well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got Google to open, but that was about it. <laughs> um, but, you know, Internet Explorer is dead. Long live Internet Explorer. Um, I It's one of those things where it's like, I was talking to a friend about it and he goes, but yeah, but you have to respect it for what it did. And I'm like, it Nothing. didn't do anything. <laughs> it didn't even work. All when it, it was the only place. It's like Netscape Navigator did it and then they stole it and then pushed Netscape Navigator out of the way. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give it an Explorer credit for dog shit. Nothing. You know, as yeah, I'm sitting here on my Firefox browser. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I remember always having crashing issues or pages would get all fucked up because of Internet Explorer. And then it almost forced you to go in it. And then they just stopped doing shit with it. Yeah, they just gave up on it. Yeah. Before, it was, Edge, before Edge even came out, they gave up on it. Now, on the flip side, too, it is, it is kind of bad for another reason that Edge is based off of Chromium. Um, and Firefox is getting less and less used because now the Internet is run by Google. No. Nah. Pretty much, and that's not that's kind of terrifying when you think about it. Um, so don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what most people do. Um, but I use Firefox, it works, it's been working like a gem. 
I haven't needed to use any other browser other than when I'm doing, I was telling Steve when I, when I'm on the rare occasion that I'm using Xbox streaming games or whatever, but fucking cares, you know, who does, I only do that if I have to play Fortnite sometimes with my son, <laughs> that's about it. Um, but yeah, Microsoft trash. Okay. It's a trash company. Um, always have been, always will be. I love now when it's like, oh, I prefer Apple or I prefer Microsoft. They're the same company. It's it's the same as saying I prefer an iPhone or an Android. It's the same shit. There's so little difference between the two now. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Their end goal is the same. So it doesn't really matter how they get there. <laughs> Although I will admit, though, Apple doesn't focus as much on ads, like ad revenue, as oh, the yeah. other ones do. God, um, it, like. Microsoft. That's why their that's why their equipment is so much more expensive because they they rely on more revenue from that. Yeah, but it's I mean just like fuck, dude. It's like burning through the ads just to get through shit on anything Microsoft. I mean, even fucking even when I clean when I cleaned installed, I'd get like little messages of like use this or hey sign up for this or hey you want six months uh for uh, yep. game. Uh, Xbox Game Pass for a, a penny. It never, and it never fucking ends. Like a buddy of mine asked me, "What do you like most about Linux when compared to Windows?" I said, "Linux is quiet. <laughs> it shuts the fuck up. Like it's not bothering me every five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> like especially Windows 11 was even worse, dude. Oh, it was really? just like I don't know how many times you got to ask me if I want Office. <laughs> oh, I know. It was just like leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny." that the biggest thing that pushed me back to Linux, like to be real serious about, like I'm reading Linux books now, like, <laughs> like I'm being real serious about it, was the fucking taskbar on windows 11 because of the philosophy of it pisses me off because it, the first thing, one of the first things I do when I install any version of windows was and mostly with 10, because 10 is when they try to make you use this big ass taskbar right. was I would make it use small icons. Oh, yeah. Windows 7, Windows 7, I think, was the same. So it would be small, slim, out of the fucking way. Windows 11 does not allow you to do that. Damn. For some dumb reason, they have decided that that is the size of the taskbar, and you are incorrect if you don't want it to be that size. You also can't move it. You can't. It has to be at the bottom. And I usually ride taskbars on the top of the screen whenever I feel like. I, that's the point. <laughs> it's my computer. Right. You know, um, and at first I'm like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Who cares? It's, and then it, it just started to eat at me. And it wasn't that it was bothering me that the taskbar was big. It was that it was bothering me that it's my computer. Why can't I change this? I and then P- I, I mentioned it online. People are like, well, you can go and alter the reg. I'm like, I don't want to have to break shit. Yeah. Just to, to change this. It should just let me do it. But that's why I have Linux now. And then I have it skinned to look like Windows 95. And <laughs> I think that's just me being petty. Because <laughs> I know Windows, Microsoft doesn't know, but I know. That not only am I not using their operating system, I skinned it the way they should have fucking left it. <laughs> and that's my that's my tech t- TED Talk for the day. Okay. And if if you're gonna take anything away from this episode, it's Adam's petty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a low key petty. Like I'm not petty interpersonal, but with companies and shit, I get real fucking petty, dude. 
They don't even know this is happening, and I'm doing it. And I'm, I feel better that but I'm doing Microsoft's it. looking at you going, you want to be petty? And you're like, fuck around and find out. <laughs> That's right. I actually, I just, I legit just miss the simplicity of legacy Windows, the, the theme, like the styling of it. It was just simple. It wasn't, yeah. I don't know when, when operating systems had to have center stage. The operating <laughs> system is irrelevant. It's, it's, you're trying to use apps. Right. You know, but no, Microsoft wants to be in your face. Fuck all that bullshit, dude. Fuck Microsoft, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads, so we can be editorially independent. And we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends. Rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) And you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to.